Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. Today, we're investigating the buckle fat removal trend. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you clearly are on the right side of the algorithm because, my lordy, it is absolutely everywhere I look and I'm sick of seeing things all about it. I do need to caveat this by saying that we are about to talk about plastic surgery and that is a very personal decision. This should never be construed as trying to promote the procedure or encourage anyone to get it as it is a very serious thing. But with all of the things in this space, it is very subjective and it is just my personal opinion that I personally and subjectively think that I just like a rounder face. I think it's really youthful. But as always, Everything is completely up to you. We're just here to give you the information. The buckle is inside of your cheek. It's the fatty pad that like sits on the lower side of your face near your molars. So if someone says, suck in your cheeks, doll, you're sucking in your buckle fat, which gives you that slimmed down gaunt-like appearance. People are removing their buckle fat, professionally known as buccalopectomy, because the celebs are, and we're just a bunch of bloody sheeps, aren't we? Now, not that they're declosing, they've had the procedure, but weight loss alone won't reduce that area. So all of these celebs who are looking more Hadid than Hamstery have allegedly had the procedure done. Some of the celebs included, uh, Chrissy Teigen is on the record as saying that she's had it done, but Leah Michelle, Dove Cameron, Sophie Turner, obviously Bella Hadid, as I mentioned, and Iggy Azalea. I thought that it was really important to get a professional in to tell us exactly how it works and who benefits most from the procedure. So joining us today is Melbourne specialist plastic surgeon, Dr. Chris Moss. Hi, Kelly. Buckle fat removal is a surgical procedure done under anaesthetic where you remove little extra pockets of buckle fat on the sides of your cheeks that are causing, if you like, a contour issue for a person. It's done via making a small incision inside the mouth, just above the teeth, and then we very carefully remove the amount of excess fat. The way that you describe it, it sounds so easy. Does the fat pocket come out easily? It sounds easy, but the most important thing is not just surgical safety, but also aesthetic judgment. Like so many things, it's important to know when to stop. And if you go too far, you know, there's the old saying, you know, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. If you go too far, you can't reverse it. So you have to know how much fat to come out. And that's a really matter for experience. You take out the amount to get rid of the extra fullness in the cheek, but not so much that you cause hollowing. So who is it suited for? It's suited for people who've got excessively large buckle fat pads, who have got a concern with that appearance in their face, particularly people who've got very, very full rounded cheeks or people who can actually have bulges that are visible there like little lumps. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but unlike other areas on the body where we might hold more fat, the buccal fat pads are often hereditary and they can't be significantly reduced with diet or exercise, can they? That's right. There are parts of the body where we hold fat and there's parts of the fat where we lose and gain it. And this is one of those ones where we hold it. And that's because the fat provides an important function in the face. And so you need it there as sort of like a shock absorber to help with facial movements and and chewing and that sort of thing. Why do you think that we're seeing the word buckle being thrown around? Why do you think it is trending? Buckle fat pad has been around for a very long time. I've been doing it for over 20 years. What's happened is it's become more well-known because of articles in the press and the interest that's flown over into social media. So it's always been around. There's always been a need for it among certain people, but it's just become a lot more popular because it's more well-known. And also, there's an increased demand because, as you know, we're seeing our image a lot more in posts or in Zooms and, and that sort of thing. And so when people don't like how they're looking, you know, it can affect their confidence and all of that and improving that area can make them feel better. Do you think that it is just a trend though or do you think that it will last? Kelly, look, I think natural beauty is timeless and when somebody's got an abnormally large buckle fat pad, I think that that need's not going to go away. But if something's being done on people that don't really need it, then I don't think that's a really a great indication for it. So that would probably peter out. Some people are doing this in excess. I've seen some examples on the media of people who are taking out too much fat in their cheeks, and that's hollowing out. So if that peters out, that's a good thing. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. What should someone expect to pay in Australia? It varies depending on the setting, whether it's done in a proper hospital and under anaesthesia, but the costs start from around about $2,500 to $5,000. It depends on you know where you have your surgery and by whom. But the most important thing is to make sure it's done correctly because, as I said, if you get it wrong, then the bad results are with you for a lifetime. Yes, and I think that if someone sort of tries to cheap out with maybe the surgeon that they're paying, they're going to pay double that in filler, trying to replace the lost volume in their cheeks. That's right, and that's for a lifetime too. So there are some other ways of correcting problems when people have had too much fat taken out. I use a technique called microfat grafting, which uses your own natural tissue. That's more likely just to be a one-off procedure, but it's not going to replace the buckle fat. So it needs to be done right the first time. What does the downtime look like roughly? It varies, but it can usually be just a few days, but some people can get a bit of bruising and a bit of swelling in the area, but most people are fine to get back to their work and social activities within a week. Why do you think that the procedure is quite controversial and so many surgeons are refusing to do it? plastic surgeons, we're not as a group refusing to do it. I mean, in the right person, it's good and to each according to need. So 
I think that what a surgeon may be against is it being requested as a fad when the person's got a normal and natural face. If they're trying to create, if you like, an abnormal amount of facial hollowing, then that's a bad thing. When you remove the right amount of fat from the buccal fat, what it does is it helps enhance the shape of your cheekbones, it improves jawline contour, and some people like having a subtle shadow in the cheek area below the cheekbones. But if somebody comes in, they're already normal, then you're going to create a gaunt appearance, which looks unhealthy. And it actually also is probably going to get a bit worse as the person gets older, as you naturally lose a bit of the buccal fat. I don't know why they're declining. Might also be because it's a procedure that they don't do and they're not comfortable with. I see this as an area of specialized facial surgery. And so it needs to be done by a plastic surgeon who performs this regularly and has good expertise in it. I think that's a really good point because say you've got someone with a very average face that comes in and wants it done because they've seen their favourite celebrity have that really like slimmed down look and they think that it looks really good. But the problem is, is that 15 years when their face then naturally sort of hollows out and slims down, then they're going to get that really hollowed out, aged, gaunt look that they probably don't want. So do you think it's also that surgeons aren't wanting to probably put their name to something that people are going to regret massively in 15 years when they're like, oh dear. Exactly. And it goes to the point of the dangers of following fads or even following a good result that you saw in a friend, say, because what looks good on one person doesn't necessarily look good on you. So you might come with a photo of a celebrity who's got a great result from it, but it won't deliver that result in you. So the surgeon may be declining it, not because they don't like the procedure, but they don't think that you're a good candidate for it. Which actually makes them a good surgeon, that they're not just going to take your money and botch your face up. That's correct. What you want is you want a surgeon who'll give you advice in your interests and not do a procedure if it's not going to give you a good outcome. So you do think that people should be very wary before just like trying to book in to get a consult with someone? Absolutely. I mean, buccal fat is just one type of fat in the face. There's also what we call subcutaneous fat, which is underneath the skin. And that tends to increase and fade with weight changes. So if somebody's not at a healthy, normal weight for themselves and they lose a little bit of weight, that can give them the definition of the cheeks that they want. And there's also a lot of other procedures that you can use to define the cheekbones and the jawline that don't involve a permanent procedure, fillers or even microfat grafting, which I think is a great natural tissue alternative. In time past, there were a lot more cheek and chin implants and jawline implants being done. So I think it's a good thing to do the most straightforward, low-risk procedure that makes the person happy. And if there's an easier way of achieving the facial contour and shape that a person wants, then that's the best. A bit of a rule of thumb is you shouldn't operate on a person unless they've got a concern, they're well thought out on it, and it's concerned them for a while. So that tends to remove things that are fads where somebody just saw a photo that they loved on Instagram and decided last week they wanted to do something. Clearly, that's it's not right to go and operate on a person. They need to be well considered on it all. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your input. Absolutely. My pleasure, Kelly. I'm going to pop some links in the show notes because I want you to do two things. Well, you don't have to do two things, but it would be great if you could vote in the You Beauty Awards. It would be great if you would subscribe to Mamma Mia. It would be great if you rate and review us. And that's all for today. 
I'm going to go give myself a buckle massage and that's as far as my cheek fat pad journey will go. If you want me to investigate or chat about something in particular, please DM us or send us an email at youbeautyatmamamia.com.au. This episode was produced by Michaela Floriano with audio production by Leah Porges. Bye.